How's it going, everyone? Welcome back to the Creative Collision Podcast. This is Saeed here with a new album review episode. I'm going to review Nas. Nas is uh, King's Disease 3, his third album in the series with Hit Boy, um, his fourth album overall with Hit Boy in the last two years. Um, so um, Nas, as many of you know who've, who've listened to me in the past, uh, he's one of my all-time favorite rappers. Um, so I was highly, highly anticipating this album. I reviewed his um, his last album, King's Disease 2. Uh, I didn't review Magic, but I did review King's Disease 2. And it actually was one of my better uh, episodes that got downloaded the most. So I'm uh, very, very excited to talk about this one. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to review it and then also kind of talk about where I, where I think this place is Nas in, the, in hip-hop history. I mean, he's already... Obviously, one of the all-time greats, uh, but he's on this historical run. You know, four albums in the last two years. Um, so I'm gonna get into the goat conversation. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring up the goat conversation, and and uh, I'm gonna talk about that uh, towards the end of the podcast after I after I talk about the album and uh, give my thoughts and review it. Uh, so without further without further ado, let's get into it. Uh, Nas King's Disease Three album review. All right, so first things first, before I talk about this album, let's do a quick little recap of uh, the last couple albums. So Nas had uh, King's Disease 1 that came out in 2020 during the during the pandemic, and uh, and um, it won Nas's first ever Grammy. You know? So I remember hearing about that collaboration with Hit Boy at first. You know, back then, you're thinking, like, this is a weird, kind of a weird combination. You know, Nas, Nas's, his style doesn't really... Uh, you know, you don't really think of Nas and Hit Boy, you know, uh, meshing well, and they caught everybody by surprise because it worked out great. You know, King's Disease One was was really good. Um, I thought it was a real, really solid project, and uh, definitely surprised a lot of people um, with their chemistry, the chemistry that Nas and, uh, and Hit Boy had. Uh, so that was a start. Then the next year, then the follow up, King's Disease Two, which I I really loved. I thought it was even better. I actually thought it was one of Nas' best albums in a while. Um, I thought uh, they just improved on everything that they did in King's Disease 1. They and tried new sounds and, and took a step forward. So I thought I thought King's Disease 2 was great. And then um, and then in between that, right after King's Disease 2, King's Disease 2 uh, Nas and Nathan Hit Boy dropped Magic uh, right before uh, right before the end of the year in 2021 in December. And uh, I really like that as well. Um, I like King Disease two more. Uh, I thought Magic was really dope, uh, but it was it was just you know just some dope. Uh, it's a shorter album, so just some really good, really good, uh, good tracks. Nothing that blew me away per se. I mean, I did think it was just really good. Um, it just felt more like an EP, I guess. Um, so that's why I didn't really enjoy it as much as King Disease two as a whole. Uh, but nonetheless, you know, here we are now in 2022, um, and Nas dropping uh, his fourth album since 2020. So, uh, with King Disease Three. Um, so my initial my initial thoughts, uh, you know, when Nas announced it, I was highly anticipating it, looking forward to it. Um, Nas is my second favorite rapper of all time, behind Jay Z. Um, and then at the end of this podcast, I might talk about how, how my how that might be flipping around now, you know, uh, based off this run he's on. Um, but yeah, Nas is, Nas is right there with Jay for me and my top two favorite rappers. And, and so I was 
looking forward to it. Uh, highly anticipating it. Uh, I knew I knew it was going to be good uh, just based off the recent projects and the run he's on. So my initial listening, I had high expectations and I really liked it the first listening, but it didn't like really catch me yet. Um, like I just thought it, I just thought it was good. There's nothing I there's nothing I didn't like. Nothing I I felt was bad or anything. Um, so after my first listen, I thought I just thought it was good, but I didn't really catch me yet. Um, I wasn't sure if I liked it more than King's Disease Two. Uh, after my first listen, but then after a couple more listens, it just started to grow on me more and more. The more I listened to it, the more it started to grow on me more, and and it really started to like uh, grab me. And um, after probably about my fourth or fifth listen, um, that's when I was like, when I decided, yeah, I think I like this the best out of of all these albums that came out um, the last couple years uh, with Hit Boy. I think is their best one yet. Um, not only do I think it's one of their best ones yet, I think not only not only that, I just think it's just one of Nas's best albums overall. When you look at his entire discography, so um, yeah, so somewhere after about four or five listens, it, it just it hit me like this is really really good. This is a this is a great album. Like um, there's nothing here I didn't like. The I think I think what really started to catch me after after a couple listens like that that made me that convinced me that this is the best album out of uh, the Hit Boy albums is uh, is Nas's his subject matter. Um, I just really love what Nas is talking about on this album. Uh, you know, Nas never never has a problem with rapping. He's always he's always going to be good. He's always going to have something to say. You know, when Nas struggles in the past, it's never been because of his rapping ability. It's been more because of you know production and things like that, and um, and just not you know not having the right chemistry sometimes. So Nas and Hit Boy have had this chemistry, and what I've noticed from King Disease One all the way to Three is that their song concepts and and um, yeah, their chemistry just keeps improving. So by this third one, the the space that Nas is in uh, just so dope to me. I loved like everything he he said on this album. Um, not only is he rapping well, but he's he's also just saying some really dope stuff and and talking about his life in a way that not not a lot of rappers are able to talk about. Um, you know, Nas is is fit, almost fifty years old, and he's looking back a lot of looking back at his at his experience and his life, and. And putting it all in perspective, which is just really cool to see. Um, so I just think I just think he has so much to say on this album that that uh, he didn't say it on his previous album. There, you know, King's Disease two and one. He had, you know he obviously had a lot to say on those albums, but um, this time around, I just feel like he he's really hammering down and doubling down on uh, uh, some of his uh, ideas and and uh, some of his. Uh, uh, perspective on life like he's he's just such in a mature place but also not sounding outdated which is hard to do I think that's a problem with most rappers his age that you get to you get to a certain age you you want to try to fit in because rapping is a young a young man's sport um, but you also you also don't want to be that cringy older rapper rapping like he's still 20 something years old you know so uh, Nas really, really found his lane um, with this album, and just starting from the first King Disease, he really 
you can tell he's so comfortable where he's at. Uh, he's he's still hungry, so he's rapping like a twenty-something-year-old. But uh, you know, he still has these flows and cadences like he's in his twenties. But he's rapping with the maturity of his of you know a guy that's fifty years old. Uh, I just thought it was cool that in the beginning of the intro song on the Ghetto Reporter, uh, he has this line at the end of the song where he's where he says, "When I'm fifty years old, I'm gonna have fifty-year-old fans, sixty-year-old fans, and sixteen-year-old fans." I mean, you just think about that and just put it in perspective. That's that's going to be dope. You know, like, Nas has fans that are, you know, his age and older than him that are, you know, grandparents and grandkids also can listen to Nas now. You know, he's his career has spanned 30 years to the point where you have grand um, grandparents can <laughs> and their grandchildren are listening to Nas at the same time. You know, um, it just it's just really cool. That's that's. That's hard to, you can't really say that about any other rapper, really, other than Jay, uh, other than Jay-Z, you can't really say, like, a rapper that has fans that are in their 50s and also in their, and their, like, 20s or teenagers, you know? Now, of course, Nas, it's not as big with that demographic, teenagers, as he is with, you know, older, older people, but there's still, there's still fans of now that are in their teens and then you know are in their 20s who are just fans of hip-hop and are listening to to older Nas stuff but also now they're listening to new Nas and and able to be a fan of uh this version of Nas so really cool to see um him him being uh being where he's at and being just really comfortable in himself so um yeah get a reporter starting off really dope intro then um and then legit, legit, just going straight, kind of going from, again, looking back, like going from this street life or growing up, um, you know, messing around in your neighborhood and uh, getting involved in, in and, uh, you know, illegal activities. And then now he, he, him being legit as a businessman and things like that, uh, that was just, that was dope and uh, done. Done was great, the, um, and the sample on on that um the beat on that was dope uh that was where he had that jay line about you know listening to take over and you know messing with jay texting him like it's not over yet you know uh that uh, just really cool to hear that too because you know Nas and jay-z had one of the more most public size and and just crazy feuds and battles in hip-hop you know uh, we all know about their history together and then after seeing them kind of get over that, you know, doing Black Republican back in 06 after they squashed the beef. And then, you know, just getting to that point, squashing the beef and making a song together was a big deal. But then, you know, 15 years later, um, they're at this point in their relationship where they can kind of joke with each other about about their diss songs against each other, which is, is cool. It's, just, it's growth. Again, growth as a human being and, and maturing and... um it, it just it was just a cool line you know he's able to laugh look back and laugh about it um yeah michael quincy super dope uh again i love i love the beat on that as well um uh, the way Nas is switching his flows and things like that um you know comparing uh, him and hip boy to michael jackson and quincy jones um pretty it's a dope concept again um 30 with that 30 was dope that like this trap trap beat that Nas is rapping over that you never you would never think Nas would rap over a beat like that a few years ago but Hit Boy has managed to get that out of Nas and it's just really dope to see 
Um, so, you know, 30 years strong. And then, um, then towards the middle, I think the, you know, hood to hood and recession proof are cool, but I wasn't as high on those songs as the rest of the album. I thought, I thought they were, they were cool songs. Um, but you know, it hit a little bit of a low in the middle for me. I thought the first five tracks were all super dope. Like everything was great. Hood to hood, recession proof cools off a little bit for me, but not, not to the point where you just start to like fall off the album where you, where you're starting to. Um, you know, get disinterested in the album, uh, but it did fall off a little bit. Uh, then it kind of picks back up for me and was reminisce. Um, again, I just now I was looking back and reminiscing, uh, and then just kind of appreciating where he's at now. Um, and then, uh, Sirius was, you know, Nas telling the story of, of him in his younger days with a woman and things like that. So, Nas. Nas, I think one of his best traits as a rapper, what makes him so great is um, he's just an amazing storyteller. Um, so when he's when he's in this bag, when he's you know telling a story, um, I think it's when Nas is at his best. Um, so he does that there. And then I'm on fire, just him talking shit, just on the run he's on. Really cool beat. I like the it's got that little catchy little sample. The I'm on fire. So that, that was dope. <coughs> Uh, WTF SMH, um, yeah, that it just go, keeps going on from there. You know, once a man, twice a child. Another dope concept being that saying you're you're a man only once in your life, but you're a baby, you're a child twice. You know, when you're born, and then when you get old, when you get old, and somebody has to take care of you, and and you're like a baby again. You know, um, it's just it's again reality. Is somebody? It's something older person can relate to also a younger person can kind of relate to it's just dope it's just a dope idea and dope concept and then get light get light smooth it's a nice jazz track uh nothing special but it's a cool little track uh first time another dope concept you know first time listening to to Nas you know everybody will have the experience not you know what your favorite rapper your favorite musician favorite singer uh the first time you ever listen to them and like the moment, you know, like I think a lot of people can remember, you know, falling in love with their favorite artists, like what caught them and what the first the first song they ever heard from them, and just dope, just just cool, man, just cool to cool to hear stuff like that. Um, and then beef, beef, another storytelling personification song where Nas is rapping from the perspective of beef, you know, and how beef can get get you and how beef gets people and. Uh, what it does to people and leads to war, at least to crime, at least to, uh, you know, killings and things like that. And again, that's when now that that is best, when he's telling stories, when he's taking on these ideas, you know, he, he's done it a lot of times in his career. He did it with, um, with, um, I gave you power rapping from the perspective of a gun. Now he's doing it, you know, that was 1996. Now you're going all the way to 2022 and he's still doing songs like that, um, so being so creative like that, it's really dope. And then you get the the don't shoot, cool cool song. Um, you know, again talking about kind of the violence in the community and things like that. And then uh, the bonus track was cool too. So I don't even know why it was a bonus, but uh, it was cool. It was a good track. Uh, and just yeah, man, like everything everything was good. Again, just took a little bit of a lull in the middle, which is maybe why I can't give it like a, a perfect score. But this is like a nine out of ten for me, um, and uh, you know it's up there. I think it's 
I think it's in the conversation for uh, a top five Nas album. Um, nothing, nothing skippable. Everything's good. He's he's trying so many different flows. He's saying so much. Nothing really sounds the same. He's he's just you know he's just doing it all. You know he's rapping, uh, rapping uh, all these different perspectives and different ideas and and different beats. So. Hit Hit Boy the again I know I gave I'm giving Nas a lot of credit but Hit Boy's production from album to album he just he just um and honestly he he's shocking me he just keeps getting better and better um it's just really dope it's really dope to see uh and Hit Boy I you know take a lot of um kind of pride in his success because he's from the same area where I'm from you know I you know he's from Fontana which is right where I live and then he grew up in the IE and you know I heard an interview with him I think on 197 saying he remembers you know going to Ontario Mills Mall and trying to sell his CDs it's like this guy's from the same same area we went to the same stores you know same same mall like I I know exactly what he's (laughs) what he's talking about and and these places he talks about so it's it's just really cool to see a guy that came out of the IE the Inland Empire here uh, in California uh, from this area, just producing for Nas now and just being such a, uh, a big name in hip hop. So it's really dope, uh, to see hit boy come this way along all this way. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, that's my, that's my uh, review. Nine out of 10, uh, really, really dope album. Uh, great album. I think for me, I want to say album of the year, uh, it might be the best album I've heard this year. Um, and I, I don't think I'm being prisoner of the moment. I do think I, I you know, this album came out about 10 days ago now. So I've, I've um, settled with it for a, you know, a little while. Uh, I sat with it for a while. So I think I can honestly say it's my favorite album album of the year. And um, yeah, Nas did it again. And and it's this is a run. This is a crazy run. Um, uh, I'm going to I'm going to get into that now. You know, I'm going to. I'm gonna get into where I think this place is Nas and, and hip hop and and uh, if he's if he has a strong the strongest argument for the goat at this point. So um, yeah, that's that's my conversation for the review of the album. So uh, yeah, I'm gonna get into the, I'm gonna get into now where I think this place is Nas in uh, in hip hop history and uh, where it places him on the all time greatest list. Okay, so where does Nas place in the goat conversation? And uh, like I said in the beginning, Jay Z is my favorite rapper of all time. I and I think of him as a goat, but uh, Nas was right behind him, and Nas was right behind him even before this album came out, um, for me at least. And I've never, never argued with anybody who didn't want to say Nas was like the or anybody who said Nas was better than Jay Z. I never argued against it. Like I never was against it. My whole argument was always, uh, I think Jay Z can do everything Nas can do, but Nas can't do everything Jay Z can do. Um, that was my whole argument. Why, why I always place Jay Z ahead of Nas? Um, I think Jay just had, was just can do it at all in a way where I don't think any other rapper in history can do it all, um, and especially for the amount of time he's done it for the longevity that he's had. Um, uh, but. Um, but I, yeah, I never argued against anybody who, you know, said, I don't know, Nas is better. Like, yeah, I'm, that's, I'm right there with you. I mean, he's right, he's right behind, right behind him for me. So, 
Uh, it's obviously always been a conversation. And um, I know there's other rappers you can argue. You can argue. You can make your arguments for other rappers. Uh, but to me, those were those are the top two guys. And and after King's Disease three, I might flip flop this. Uh, I really I really might now. I think Jay Z still more impactful, more influential. I think to the, you know, to the hip hop community like as a whole. Like if you were to make a poll, I think Jay Z would win that that um that vote. Um, I think Jay's influence, especially on younger rappers, is still so far greater than than uh, than Nas, uh, which is not Nas's fault or anything, but uh, that matters. You know he has more of a impact and influence overall, um, but when I just think of discography now, and I used to I used to think Jay's discography was better, but I think Nas now I think Nas has a better discography. I do. Um, you know, this four albums and they're all good in the last two years, and even before King Disease one, um, Nas discography was underrated. He always got the he always got the blame of like, or, you know, it, it was always, it was always a wrong, a wrong statement, but there's, there's, uh, people that would say Nas only has one, one great album, right? Illmatic. And he never really lived up to his, everything after Illmatic, which has always been incorrect. Like Nas, Nas has, uh, Nas has multiple great albums. It's not just Illmatic. It was written it's just as good as Illmatic for the most part, you know, that's also a classic, um, I am, and, uh, I am, it's not as bad as people made it out to be, Nostradamus is, I guess is, that's bad, I guess not a good album, but even at his worst, his, not his worst albums are better than a lot of people's most, uh, their best albums, um, so he, even before, uh, this run he's been on, uh, with, with Hit Boy, his discography was always, um, was always a little underrated in my opinion. He always got, he always got a, uh, um, you know, blame a lot of blame for only having like one good album. Part of that's Jay Z's fault for saying that on Takeover. You know, your one hot album every ten years. You know, uh, when he talked about Illmatic. Um, uh, but now, I think I think the run he's on now it's it's um it's right there now. I think it surpasses Jay Z's discography. Um, honestly, like. When I think of the top Tom Nas albums, you know, you go Illmatic, it was written, um, you probably put Stillmatic in there, uh, The Lost Tapes. Um, I think I've always thought Untitled was a very underrated album. I think the album's really good. Um, so Untitled is underrated. Um, I think, I think um, Life is Good is... At the time when I first came out, I really liked it. I don't really go back to it as much, but it's still uh, it's still a good album. Um, and then I and then I look at I look at these last you know, four albums. So I don't know, like Illmatic, it was written, Stillmatic, Godson, Untitled, King Disease, this King Disease run. That's tough to beat. <laughs> That's tough to beat, you know. With Jay, um, you know, four 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 was Jay Z's last album, and it was it's a great album. I, I think four 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 is one of Jay Z's best albums. I think it's a classic album. But four 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 was five years ago now, and and now that's dropped four. It's actually dropped five projects since then. You know, you you count the the Kanye project, the Nasir, 
but he's he's made five albums since 444 and he's uh, since Jay-Z made 444 and then he's four of those albums are like really good and you can even argue that one or two of those might end up being a classic out of this this four album run you can make argument that eventually one or two of them might be considered classic so um so that's that's that puts that puts uh that puts Nas right there and I think I think now his discography is is probably the greatest in hip hop. I'll be honest, for a rapper, you know, you, you if you want to argue discographies, it's it's hard to beat. It's unmatched now, and I really hope that this run that Nas is on kind of inspires Jay Z again to drop something because they both obviously care. You know, yeah, they they're in the point where they can joke about their their beef, but they're both highly competitive. You know, it's like two great players like two great NBA players or something that, you know, they obviously respect each other and are, and are friends off the court. But when they're on the court, you know, they go at each other and they and it matters to them. The competitive nature matters, right? So knowing knowing how competitive Nas and Jay-Z are, uh, you know, Jay-Z watches everything. <laughs> you know, Jay-Z knows everything Nas is doing. You know, there's always that, like, uh, that joke that anytime Nas drops something, Jay-Z ha- happens to drop something the same day or he tries to take Nas' spotlight, you know. Uh, so I really hope that like, what Nas is doing right now kind of gets Jay-Z to get back in the in the booth. Because obviously we still know Jay-Z can, can really rap. You know, he had the the um, nomination for verse of the year on God Did with DJ, DJ Khaled. Uh, he had a Grammy nomination for that. So we know, we know he can still, his verses... Um, or just or as good as anybody still when he wants to be. But uh, can Jay-Z do it for a full project, you know, full album still? Um, you know, it remains to be seen. So I really, uh, you know, I, I really uh, hope this kind of inspires him to get back to make an album uh, for Jay. But at this point, you know, it's it's so it's so close. I, I think, uh, I do think Nas' discography is surpassing Jay's now. I do think... Uh, the run he's on, he has a better discography, um, and and he's he, he might be the goat. <laughs> I'll just put I'll leave it at that. I think he, I think he's he's the goat as far as as rap, you know, as far as his discography and his albums. Um, Jay Jay's still more impactful, influential, and that's always gonna is always gonna help him in this conversation because I I don't. Uh, the, it doesn't matter what Nas does when it comes to like his um, musically, he's never gonna be as influential as Jay, which is always gonna it's gonna help Jay in that conversation. But I do think Nas, from the rapping sp- uh, perspective, albums and um, everything he's done, just with the music, I think he's uh, the greatest rapper right now. I think he's the greatest rapper. Uh, just puts him on top right now. So. Um, that's my take on it. I uh, would love to hear you guys' opinions. Um, obviously, if you have somebody else that you think is the greatest ever, then uh, you can always uh, let me know as well. But uh, for me, this this run has convinced me. This run by Nas has really convinced me, and I think uh, I think he's at the top right now. So um, that will be it. That will be it for this episode, uh, for this podcast. And I uh, hope you guys have a good one. Happy Thanksgiving. And we'll catch you on the next one. Peace. Feel